Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about Paget's disease of bone. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash pagets or in the rheumatology section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book, available now on Amazon. So let's get straight into it. Paget's disease of bone involves excessive bone turnover, both reabsorption and formation of bone, due to increased osteoclast and osteoblast activity. The excessive bone turnover is not coordinated and this leads to patchy areas of high density or sclerosis and low density or lysis. The result is enlarged and misshapen bones, structural problems and an increased risk of pathological fractures. Paget's disease of bone particularly affects the axial skeleton, which are the bones of the head and the spine. The cause of Paget's disease of bone is unknown. It typically affects older adults. Let's start with the presentation. Patients may be asymptomatic and it may be diagnosed incidentally on an x-ray or it may present with bone pain, bone deformity, fractures or hearing loss. Let's go through the investigations. X-ray findings include bone enlargement and deformity, osteoporosis circumscriptor, which is well-defined osteolytic lesions that appear less dense compared with the normal bone, a cotton wool appearance of the skull with poorly defined patchy areas of increased and decreased density of bone in the skull, and V-shaped osteolytic defects in the long bones. Blood test results include a raised alkaline phosphatase, and this is the key blood investigation, a normal calcium and a normal phosphate. Let's talk about management. Bisphosphonates are the mainstay of treatment for Paget's disease of bone. They are generally very effective. They interfere with osteoclast activity and restore normal bone metabolism. They improve symptoms and prevent further abnormal bone changes. Other measures include calcitonin, which is a treatment option where bisphosphonates are unsuitable, analgesia, for example, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs if there's bone pain, calcium and vitamin D supplementation if necessary, and rarely surgery may be required to treat fractures severe deformities and arthritis. Monitoring the condition involves checking the serum alkaline phosphatase or ALP and reviewing the symptoms. Effective treatment should normalise the alkaline phosphatase result and eliminate the symptoms. Finally, let's talk about complications. The key complications to remember are hearing loss if it affects the bones of the ear heart failure due to hypervascularity of the abnormal bone with extra blood vessels inside the abnormal bone, osteosarcoma and spinal stenosis and spinal cord compression. Osteosarcoma is a type of bone cancer with a poor prognosis. It's a rare complication of Paget's. 
it presents with focal bone pain in a specific area, bone swelling, or pathological fractures. Spinal stenosis may occur where deformity in the spine leads to narrowing of the spinal canal. Pressure on the spinal nerves can cause neurological signs and symptoms. Spinal stenosis can be diagnosed with an MRI scan and it may be treated effectively with bisphosphonates. Sometimes surgical intervention may be necessary. So thanks for listening to this episode on Paget's disease of bone. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you haven't already checked out this second edition of the Zero to Finals Medicine book, I'd encourage you to head over to zerotofinals.com slash books or simply search for it in Amazon. The content of the Zero to Finals podcast is based on the content of the second edition book. So if you like the podcast, you'll like the book. It's a great resource for studying cover to cover in preparation for exams so that you pick up on all the key facts and guidelines that you need. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll move on to renal medicine and start with a topic on acute kidney injury.